If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Happy Saturday, pet lovers, and welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Today's topic is pet anxiety. This is a really big one here in our house. We have two dogs that have two different types of anxiety issues. One has a separation anxiety issue. Another one has an issue with loud sounds. Uh, In fact, separation anxiety issues like what Penny has is one of the most common canine behavior problems. And it's estimated that 15 to 35% of dogs actually have some type of separation anxiety. And other dogs have phobias developed around sounds, loud sounds like Uller does and uh, certain types of people and a lot of other things. And cats too can develop fears and anxieties. And frankly, an anxious or stressed pet can lead to health issues, behavior issues, not to mention it's just not fun to be suffering from anxiety. So it's not good for their overall well-being. But here's the good news. Innovators in the pet industry have taken on the issue of anxiety in pets and have come up with some really cool solutions. And, and I've been able to meet a lot of these folks that have done these uh, inventions and at places like Global Pet Expo. So we're going to explore some of those that I've discovered uh, recently today. Up first, we're going to dig into the power of treating sound, uh, treating anxiety with sound. So I've invited renowned sound behaviorist and researcher Janet Marlowe onto the show today to talk with us about her company, Pet Acoustics, and some of the innovations she's helped create uh, for companion animal anxiety. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek, Janet. Thank you so much, Lorian. I'm so glad we're able to continue our conversation that we started at Global Pet Expo on this, these very important issues. Um, I 20 years ago... Uh, my cat Osborne, um, I, and I've had dogs and cats and birds and turtles and you name it all through my life. Um, and, uh, as a, as a recording artist, um, all of my pets would always come to my side when I composed with my, this particular cat Osborne, who we had loved with all our hearts when he was 15, um, was injured in our woods. I took him to the veterinarian and for five days I knew how much he loved music. So I went to sing to him five days in a row, um, unfortunately, he passed away. And I was so intrigued with the fact that the environment of the veterinarian hospital was just, you know, phones ringing and, you know, doors slamming, people talking in the ICU, that I thought, my goodness, why isn't there music um, available for for these animals um, to put them in a better state of calm? Mm-hmm. And so I spent three years researching out um, the data of, I mean, there are universities they just spend all their time evaluating the um, the decibel level of the, the hearing ranges of dogs, cats, horses, chickens. You know, of course, we know the whale and dolphin areas has been um, highly researched. And so um, I took all of this information and I came to a moment of clarity why animals why music is so important for animals because mm-hmm. of the presence, frequency, tone, and volume, which is what they use to survive in the wild. They need their hearing is dogs hear twice as much as we do. Cats hear three times as much as we do. Um, our top hearing range is 20,000 hertz. If you're superhuman, hear 20,000 hertz. Um, and bats hear 150,000 hertz. So, you know, um, we are really low on the spectrum of sound and um, how it affects our behavior according to how we hear. Mm -hmm. So as a pet parent, when you're in your home and you see your dog run to the window and they're barking and they have, you know, uh, some response to what's going on outside, we don't see it and we don't hear it. So we really see this amazing characteristic of our dogs and our cats. Yeah, my husband and I joke that the, my husband and I joke that the dogs hear the squirrels sneeze and they're barking at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the game of cat and mouse. Yeah. Um, when you see your cat sitting quietly on the ground and you think they're just having a nice little gazing rest, they're hearing the moles and the and the mice in the ground, mm-hmm. and they're following it. Fortunately, the mice have the same hearing level as a cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
So it's an evenly to, matched uh, uh, battle. So, so you yeah. you talk about um, you and I talked about a global a little bit, and I'd like for you to share with the readers, uh, the listeners here. Um, you're the pet acoustics products that you've that you've created. They're all based mm-hmm. on species specific mm-hmm. sound profiles, and you kind of alluded to that about different pet uh, hearing sensitivity. So, wh- mm-hmm. what's that research? Because you have different products for each species, correct? Yes, um, I focused for the last 20 years on dogs, cats, horses, and birds, because those are the animals that we are the most intimate with in our interchange in life. Um, You know, people bring birds into their home and they become very dependent on their owners. Um, And then the owners leave for eight hours and they start plucking their feathers. They get neurotic. Um, And they're the most musical of all uh, species. And so I've created music for birds so that they will have the companionship of nature sounds, music, and other bird sounds so that they can have a conversation throughout the day. Um, horses, yeah, horses are the most rhythmic of all of those four. And, um, I, the music that I've composed for them are in the register that is compatible with horse hearing. Um, horses and humans have the most closely related hearing ranges of all mammals on the planet, which I find fascinating. And um, so the horse's music is very rhythmic. So it's very strong in 2-4, 3-4, and 4-4 four, four time. These are the, the uh, trot and the gallop and the run that, that they experience. And you can see horses listening to the music in a stall, for example, if they're recuperating from post-surgery or they're just there, or there's thunderstorms, and they would, you know, or there's a fly fall, you know, next to them. They, mm-hmm. All of these experiences, they're highly sensitive, and um, this gives them an opportunity to relax their muscles greater, because come, you know, some people say, oh, my dog is just, you know, he sleeps all day. Well, I just gave a pet tunes, which is a Bluetooth speaker preloaded with the species-specific music for this woman who has a dog, um, who she was going to use to travel, but she started playing for uh, playing the music for her dog at home. And when she she called me up and she said, I had no idea, but my dog used to react to me when I came home, jumping up like crazy and was excited to see me. But then I realized with the pet tunes, he was the same way, but he was a little bit calmer. And so she realized. He had separation anxiety, and she didn't even know didn't, it. Didn't even know it, yeah. And especially, if, I mean, didn't clearly it's something you're not, unless your people are telling you, wow, when you're you're not around, your dog is a freak. You don't necessarily know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that that's even going yeah. on. And let's, so let's exactly. talk, you mentioned the Pet Tunes piece. So so that's the primary product uh, from Pet Acoustics. So you, you mentioned that a bit. Tell us a little bit more about that and and, and how that works. Well, I wanted to create a product that had the music that was very simple for uh, the pet owner to use, something they could just turn on, the music goes on, and they can leave it on, um, you know, eight to 10 hours wirelessly, or they can play 24-7 um, in a USB wall charge. Um, it's also so uh, small that you can take it from the home to the car to the veterinarian to the groomer. Um, cause we, we, our dogs and cats have so many lifestyles that, um, we want them to be, uh, you know, you're going to your mother-in-law's and you want to have, you know, your music there for the dog because mm-hmm. the dogs are so sensitive that they, um, you know, environmental experience is what they're depending their survival on. So they're continuing that wild survival instinct everywhere they go. Now, let me ask you, is this um, something that you just can turn, you mm-hmm. just turn it on and it's like your pets immediately chill or is there, is it more to that? More than that? I've had dogs curl up within 30 seconds to two minutes, five minutes tops. Um, they get it because they're not, what I do is the music is that I position the frequency content to be in their comfort range. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's classical music and you know, a lot of people put on classical music because we think classical music is boring, <laughs> so they think it's calming, <laughs> right. but that's not the case. Radio is, uh, even though there's some wonderful programs on radio, but if you're using it as a calming therapy for your dog or cat, um, commercials, volume changes, mm-hmm. uh, shots of volume, these, are not, these will, can be very agitating. TV is usually placed, you know, five to six feet above an animal. You know, our pets live 
two to three feet off the ground. Right, yeah. And so with a with pet tune speaker, you can put it right near them, right near their bed. Well, right even in, in their beds. You are. guys have a special bed, right, that it can be incorporated into the bed, yeah. right? Yes, we have the Safe and Sound series, which is something near and dear to my heart. We just launched that. This is my uh, baby, um, and it's uh, it's uh, sound-absorbing material, so it minimizes vibration 90% and frequencies 90%. So when your dog or cat goes into this bed, mm-hmm. they're not feeling all the floor vibrations, um, and uh, which can be agitating and create motion and scared. Yeah, and the pet tunes goes right uh, in it. And the pet tunes goes right in it, and uh, basically it's nirvana for an animal. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. People, most, most people ask me, can I make them one? Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually just thinking that, yeah. you know, in our house, every little step in the middle of the night, we always hear it. I want one mm-hmm. of those for my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us, there's yeah. a couple other, we only have a, like another minute, but there's another product, that's a really great product that you have for cats that, that's dampened sounds for them. Uh, you're talking about the, the crate liner and the tunnel? Yeah, yeah, the crate liner. Yeah, this, so this is all part of the Safe and Sound series for cats and small dogs. But this, the tunnel is a um, uh, also made from military-grade sound-absorbing uh, material that minimizes vibration and frequency. And so you can be in a... Um, you can be in a room with, you know, 20 people enjoying a football game and your cat can be right in this tunnel and not hear those, all that noise, which is, um, you know, a lot of cats have noise phobias and they yeah. do hear three times more than we do. The crate liner is to, you know, how dogs, uh, excuse me, cats uh, don't like going in the crate um, and then they're fearful of the travel because they experience motion sickness. Mm-hmm. It minimizes motion sickness. I and mean, my cats used to, you know, have a big mess by the time they uh, reach the veterinarian. Um, I have people testing this for three months now, and there are no messes back and forth from That's the car when the cat is in it. That's great. So tell so us where they can. Where they, oh, so, sorry, we're running yeah, out of time. I want to make sure they know where to get where to get the pet acoustic products. Okay. Uh, well, we are at petacoustics.com. Very easy. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Janet. Really excited about the stuff that you you're offering out there. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Absolutely. And stick around, folks, because up next, we're going to chat about aromatherapy and also about preventing reactive behaviors, things like biting and that type of thing. So hang tight. We've got a lot more to talk about with pet anxiety on Pet Lover Geek after a few short messages from Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What is your purpose? In the journey that we call life, our values are pre-programmed into us before we're born. During our lives, we pick up life's lessons and soul connections along the way. We explore this path on Soul Sessions with Solstice, featuring hosts Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Our program is designed to help you more confidently live from your heart and not just your head. Tune in live for Soul Sessions with Solstice every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Aliens with Gas, we are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. 
1-800-273-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show, pet lovers. We're talking about innovations to help your pets deal with anxiety today. And next on the show is a product that I first discovered at this year's Global Pet Expo. It's called Calm Paws. And I've asked Colin Brody, the Vice President of Marketing from 21st Century Health Animal Healthcare, to join me today and talk about Calm Paws and how it works. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek, Colin. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. Excited to have you. I really love the product when I saw it at um, the show. In fact, it was one of the products that was mentioned by several of the folks that I interviewed after the show as what they thought was a standout product. For, so good for you guys on that. Um, before we get into the many faces of Calm Pause, I wanted to chat a little bit about the science behind it. This new line of products is based on aromatherapy. Can you talk a little bit about the essential oils and aromatherapy that, that you guys are using and how they actually work? Well, of course, I'd love to talk about that. Uh, basically, uh, as everybody knows, essential oils are, are booming right now. You look at uh, anything for your own use. You'll buy an essential oil uh, for putting in your bath water to help you calm, help you relax at home. You'll use essential oils actually in household cleaning. It, it's a big emerging market right now, and it's very much moving into health and wellness, and people are very interested in what essential oils actually can do for them and how they, they work and how they, they can help relax and uh, generally make life uh, an improvement for themselves. And now we're obviously looking at uh, how to bring that and use the same things in uh, working with pets. Yeah, and you, um, you did quite a bit of, of testing, right? Yes, yes, we did quite a bit of testing. Uh, we basically, it took a long while to actually refine and get to the real pure essential oils that we want to work with. It's, uh, it is quite important to actually source from the right place in the world and to make sure you're getting the purest quality. Uh, that way you don't have any uh, misreactions with the pets and you actually get the response that you want, the, the, the calming response in this case. So we did a lot of time and effort in actually isolating the particular uh, oils that we wanted. And for example, the lavender oil that we use in some of the oils, that is actually sourced from the lavender fields in France. So uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to go there, but oh. <laughs> it's a very nice place to get the oil from. That's great. And, and tell me about, so that actual testing products and uh, process that you did and those outcomes, tell me about that. What, what, did, your, what did your test show? What did your research show? So basically, I mean, we, we obviously put uh, the essential oils into delivery mechanisms and put them around the pets. And just to give you some examples of uh, some of the behaviors we saw, for example, excitement of the doorbell ringing. We saw a 45% reduction in the pet being really excited when that doorbell rang. It wasn't bothered by that. Uh, excitement of arrival by mail. You got about a 65% reduction in the dog barking and being excited about that. Fear of sudden noises, we had a 40% reduction when we had the product there. Uh, one of the most amazing things was outside of the home, fear of approaching strange people. We had a 100% reduction in that behavior. Wow. So just some amazing changes that we saw with the pets just with having these essential oils around them. Wow. I, okay, that just made me really excited because uh, my dog, Penny, is known as the Boston Terror because she freaks out when people come near that she doesn't know. So, okay, that that's really exciting for me. So let's actually get into the product line because that's really exciting research that you guys came, uh, that you guys found for success of these essential oils. So let's talk about first the post-surgery care product and how that part works. Right, so one of the things that we identified was that one of the most stressful times for a pet is actually when it's gone and had surgery and then you put a surgical collar around its head. And we wanted to bring something that would help make that experience not as uh, frightening for the pet. And uh, we developed a, a couple of different uh, applications to be used with different types of surgical collars. So for a regular just plastic e-collar, we have a gel patch which you actually can attach to the e-collar and that gel patch uh, releases the essential oils over a period of a couple of weeks. Uh, for uh, inflatable uh, e-collar, we actually have a little disc that you can actually attach to the strap that uh, straps around an inflatable and again that delivers the same blend of essential oils which helps calm the pet. And then we have a really exciting collar which uh, actually is uh, fearfully certified 
And uh, that collar is a soft collar. It has a little uh, pouch that you can insert the gel patch into it. And uh, it again, it's, it's a very nice uh, mechanism for delivering the uh, essential oils. So the three essential oil products we have are a gel patch, a disc, and then there's just a regular collar that you can put on for everyday use. Now, I, I have to tell you, I, I, and if you could... I want you to talk a little bit more about the e-collar that you guys developed because, and it's hard because we're on radio, so people can't see it, although they can go online uh, after the show and look at, look at it. But I love the design of how you made it fold so it's for easy opening. Can you tell me a little bit about how you guys came up with that design? Well, yes. I mean, one of the uh, issues that uh, it's always stressful putting the collar on and off and uh, I'm sure many of your uh, listeners have had the situation where they've taken it off and to try and get it back on the dog's head, it's never going to happen. Yeah, They're no. <laughs> just not going to let you do that. So basically, we've developed uh, with our partners this uh, aperture that you can basically peel back uh, two, pad, two flaps, basically, and that then allows the pet's head to drop down so it can actually feed while it's still wearing the collar. So it's... Uh, um, Basically, think about a normal collar that you, you would wear yourself, and you've got it up, and then when you turn it down, you turn back the the edges, and uh, it opens up, and you're actually free to then uh, get your neck out. Yeah, I thought that was just that was that was great because that's actually one of the things that we make fun of our dog when she has on the collar, uh, the e collar, and and how she eats and she scoots around the bowl on the floor with her collar, and and I thought, gosh, that's going to be so good. Uh, if she ever has to have that happen again. And that gel patch that you mentioned before that can be used on the plastic e-collars, that also can be used in crates, yes? Yes, yeah. the, the gel patch can pretty much go anywhere. We actually have a, a, a separate little product, product, which is a gel patch protector that basically allows you to slide the gel patch into this uh, little pouch that's then Velcro double-sided that you can attach to any surface. So basically traveling in the car or traveling in a crate, you can uh, take the gel patch with you, attach it there, and you're creating this calming environment for the pet to travel in. Mm-hmm. And, and tell me a little bit too about, because I know that a lot of dogs especially, but even some cats are pretty cur- curious and will go after anything that uh, that's new and smelly. So how are, what, do you, what about if the critters get into it and try to eat it? What, what, what is the safety on that? So, so a couple of things we did. One, uh, we actually incorporated a bittering agent into the actual gel patch itself to, to help deter pets from uh, consuming the product. But if they did eat it, it's not going to be a problem. It, it, it is fully consumable and it will pass right through the pet. Obviously, we don't want that to happen, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to cause a problem with the pet. But uh, basically, the number of things we've done when using with the actual plasticky collar, the actual locking, locking mechanism of the little plastic uh, flap is quite secure, so that should prevent the pet from getting into it. And for the same with the soft collar, again, you've got a very strong Velcro pouch that's uh, sewn into the collar, so that should, again, prevent them actually getting into it. We know and- it can't completely stop it, but hopefully we prevent it as much as possible. Yeah, there are some dogs that are going to get into something no matter what you do. Um, now, the calming <laughs> discs and the and the the collars that have the essential oils infused into it, they can be used at any time. They're not just for post-surgical care. Correct. You can use them at any time. One of the questions that we had people coming to us with was, you know, I've got a regular collar on, I've got a flea collar on, you want me to put a calming collar on? And that's where the disc came from. It's like, okay... We, we heard you, you can just put a little disc on your regular collar and then you're not having like three or four different collars around your poor pet's neck. A uh, little fun feature with the disc, it actually glows in the dark so the kids could chase the, the cat or dog around the house at night and see this little glowing patch. <laughs> awesome. And, and there are a couple of um, different types of the, the discs too, aren't there? Different flavors as you were? Yes, uh, there are two different formulas, one for dogs and one for cats. Uh, obviously, the same product doesn't work on each, so I uh, wouldn't suggest putting a, a, a dog disc on a, uh, on a cat, yeah. but uh, the two products work uh, specifically by uh, species, so uh, uh, two, two different formulas there. And, and tell me, what's next? What's new on the horizon for 21st Century Animal Healthcare? I know you guys are big innovators, so are there any little hints that you can give us about some of your next innovations? 
So, yes, I mean, we're definitely looking at ways to extend the, the usefulness of essential oils and find other ways to bring them into the home environment. So the likes of, say, a diffuser is obviously on our horizon as something that we would be looking to do. And then, of course, the benefit of that is it smells very nice to the people at home as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at some other uh, sort of paw applications for, like, softening the, the pet's uh, feet using the essential oils and giving calming. And uh, there are some other ideas out there, but definitely looking to extend that use of the essential oils and getting it out uh, to, to help with the pets. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I, I mean, I, again, I know we're on radio, so people, but I, when I went into the booth, I smelled them, they are lovely, <laughs> um, and there are some of the things that are out there that I'm like, ew, I, I, I don't like them, but these were, these are really nice and really great, and so I would really highly encourage people to look into them. So to that end, tell us where people can get Compost products. So compost products are just uh, moving out into distribution. You'll find them in the major pet retailers, the likes of PetSmart and Petco. They will be in both of those uh, retailers. And then we'll be moving out into the independent pet stores within the next couple of months. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Colin, for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Well, I really appreciate you for taking the time and uh, letting me talk about our wonderful products. Yeah, it's so important because uh, one of the biggest things that we hear about is anxiety, and I certainly have a very anxious dog who has difficulties when I'm not around uh, particularly. So this, products like yours are, really make me excited uh, for what's on the future. Stick around, pet lovers. We've got some more exciting innovations to dig into when we come back on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show, pet lovers. Today we're talking about innovations for pet anxiety. And the next innovation that we're going to talk about is actually one we've talked about before on the show, back with Kristen Levine a few months ago. I don't know if you remember when we were talking about cool innovations for pet health towards the end of last year, and we talked about the Calms Anxiety Release System for your pets. And we actually have one that we're going to be starting to use with our own dog, uh, Uller, who has issues with big booming sounds, particularly during avalanche control season. Um, So we're going to be working with him in the summer to prep him for the winter so that he's not so stressed. But I'm really excited. uh, Today, we're going to dig into a little bit more. And just to kind of set the 
the tone, it's, it's, you've probably heard of things like the Thunder shirt, you know, those vests that use pressure and compression and everything. Well, this is, uh, the Calm system takes that so much further. And I'm really excited to get to talk to them about it today. So I have on the line Courtney Landry. She's the director of hard goods division at Petmate, who um, is the one who distributes Calm's anxiety relief system for your pets. So welcome to the show, Courtney. Hi, thank you. Now, we've, we've been talking uh, over the show about the, all the different um, reasons that pets might have anxiety. I just mentioned loud noises, like what we have an issue with Uller during avalanche season. Uh, post-surgery, we talked with aromatherapy about that. And, and just general separation anxiety with pet parents. But you know, what, what are the kinds of situations that can trigger fear, stress, anxiety, particularly in dogs? Um, aside from the things you've already mentioned, traveling can be a high stress situation. So even just riding in the car to the vet's office, um, or if you're taking your dog on a road trip, that can be a high stress situation. And strangers too can really be a stressor. So if it's the holiday time and you don't typically have a lot of company and then you have the whole family come, that can definitely be a stressful situation for the for your dogs. Totally. Actually, you know, our other dog, Penny, has stranger danger uh, anxiety for sure. Um, so what, so when I'm, and I know what, what I, when I know my dog and I see, you know, what he or she, depending on which one it is, is, is stressed out. But, but in general, what kinds of symptoms, body language, things should pet parents be looking for that says, oh, my dog's stressed? Because not all of them are things that you would clue in on right away of, oh, that's a, my dog is in stress. Yeah, there, you know, there's lots of signs out there that maybe you don't associate with, um, with stress and anxiety. The ones that you do associate, like heavy panting or if they're barking a lot and they're digging. But some of the other ones that people aren't quite as familiar with are, is if your dog is licking their lips a lot or if their ears are pinned back. You know, hiding and cowering is definitely a, a symptom that something is going on. Um, and then one of the stranger ones is dilated pupils. If, if you could actually get that close to your dog that you can see it when they have really dilated pupils, that is a telltale sign that they have anxiety. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, cool. Well, and our, Interesting. Both, of, <laughs> both of our dogs, um, you know, are more of the little bit of shaking coming in, you know, leaning up mm-hmm. towards us, that type of thing. Pretty obvious. But uh, the licking of the lips, I never even thought about that. Okay, good. That's really good to know. So let's then turn to the Calms Pet Anxiety Relief System. So it's a new, uh, it just came out last year, right? It did. So uh, what it is, it is a, it basically combines high-tech innovation with acupressure and a drug-free treatment that helps to soothe the anxiety. It's a two-part system that is consisting of a comfort fit vest that fits on the dog, kind of like a walking harness, but it's designed a little differently and the Calms device. And the vest itself cradles the device over very specific acupressure points on the dog's spine. Uh, and so when the device is turned on, what's inside of it is what we call neurosync technology. What they're hearing, they'll actually hear a therapeutic medley of classical music that has an overlaid tone on top of that. And while that's all happening, they're also feeling a soothing vibration. So it's, it's anxiety relief that they can both feel and they can hear at the same time. Cool. So that actually combines a little bit of what we talked about in our first segment with how music and different tones can calm them down. But then it's also got the acupressure thing, which I think is really great. So um, we're, we're, I mentioned earlier that we're getting ready to, to work on this with Uller. Uh, he's our, our, our bigger dog who gets terrified during avalanche season when they start leaving out the bombs because we're at the base of the ski mountain. So, but he also doesn't like having things on him. So we're going to be working up to this and, 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 you know, helping him get used to the vest and everything like that. So how, how is it, how is it that the, the vest actually works as far as relieving that dog's stress? So the vest itself isn't the part that's relieving the anxiety and the stress. It's the device that the vest is cradling over the acupressure points. Um, but I do want to say what you're talking about, what you're going to lead up to this summer is absolutely perfect because for a dog that's not used to wearing like a normal dog harness, some of the stressors, they're already stressed out and they haven't been acclimated to a vest or a harness, but you're absolutely doing the right thing by acclimating them to the vest first. And it's a very gradual uh, situation in training using positive reinforcement and all of the tips and tricks that everybody has for regular training before you even get to the device. 
Yeah, we thought that that was really key because we actually put it on him uh, back in, we first got the device and we put it on him literally the morning before we knew that there was going to be some bombs going off and, and it made him freak out just having the vest on we thought okay yeah. wait a minute we're, we're, we're making this worse we want it we we know that this system is is going to be a, a potentially really great thing for him but um he we need to lean up to this lead up to this so he could be calm mm-hmm. about it so what are some of those features that we're going to see when we're when we're using the system on Uller? Um, So the way that the device is set up, there's eight different programs, and that allows you to vary the intensity of vibration. So there's a low and a high vibration intensity. Um, I don't know what breed dog you have, but if you have a little thicker breed dog, like thicker um, fur, more of a woolly-coated animal, they're very likely going to need a higher intensity. Smaller dogs or ones that have shorter hair can usually just use the lower vibration intensity. Um, the device also has different durations of activation. There's 16, or sorry, six minute and 18 minute activations. Then we also have repeat mode. So if you're going to be gone for an extended period of time and you know there's a situation that could potentially cause him anxiety, you can actually set it so that it's taken care of while you're not at home. That's really cool. Now, do you guys have like research that's showing how effective it is? How, how well it's worked? We do. Yeah, so we have been, uh, since last year, actually, when it very first came out, we have been testing with leading veterinarians and veterinary behaviorists um, and getting with their clients and testing it with them with really significant success. Um, Overall, the system from the client rating, so the actual pet parent, they they gave it an 86% favorable rating, and the veterinarians and vet behaviorists gave it a 91% recommendation rating for their patients. And what's really interesting is, you know, the really high anxiety dogs that are out there, they may be on prescription uh, medication from the vet today. And what we're finding is if you marry the calm system with the medication over a period of time, some dogs, not all, but some dogs have been able to lower the amount of dependency that they have on the prescription drugs as they start to get more calm and more, um, just more, settled into the routine with the calm system. Have you found that there are any situations where maybe calms isn't the best choice? Um, you know, if you have, it, it's interesting. Some people will equate um, aggression or boredom in dogs with, and say that it's stress or anxiety. You know, this product is really meant more for thunderstorm noises. I call them situational anxiety events. So it's not so much separation anxiety. Um, It's more situational. So when things are happening that cause anxiety, this is a perfect solution for that. Right. Got it. Good. So if you've got something like separation anxiety and things like that, that's going to be like a more term, more long-term training situations. And and it's a different type of of approach. Um, So tell, tell us where, uh, Oh, one other question I forgot to ask um, before we tell us where you can get it. Is this, it's, it's your, it says this release system for pets, but is it just dogs or is it, there's also a part of it that's for cats? It is just for dogs. Okay, good. I I want to make sure that that's I would not want to try yeah, I make the joke. I, I would not want to be the tester that tested a vest on a cat. <laughs> yeah, well, and I know that they have the th- the thunder shirt, which is, is, is not the exact same thing, but it's, I think people see vests and they're like, oh, that's like the thunder shirt, which this absolutely isn't. But I know that they have those no. for cats too. And so I wanted to make sure that people understood this is, it's just, it really is just for dogs. So where can they find it? It is, it is. Uh, so right now it's available at comms.com and it's C-A-L-M-Z, uh, Zebra. Um, and we're going to be launching here in the next couple of weeks on both Amazon.com and Chewy.com. And then later this year in 2017, it'll be available at pet specialty retailers nationwide. Oh, fantastic. One other thing I want to ask, because this was actually a big deal for us. We weren't sure about fit and how we should, because it's so, it seems like with, with those acupressure points being like the key to how this works, how do you make sure that the fit's going to be good for your dog? So the way that it's measured is it's actually the girth of the dog's um, chest. So it's a little bit right behind, I don't, like the shoulder area, the front shoulder area, and it's measured from top to bottom, like from their, between their shoulders down to their chest area. Mm-hmm. And so what we found is, you know, the, the vest is cradled over the key acupressure points, but the vibration, because of the way that the vest and the device work together, you can feel the vibration throughout normally the entire vest. So even if it's a little bit loose or, you know, you're walking your dog and you've got him on a collar and he's got the vest on, 
um, even if it comes a little bit out of place, you're still going to be getting the effects because they can feel the vibration throughout their entire, um, you know, upper body. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to trying this with Uller now that now that uh, ski season and avalanche season is over, we're able to start getting um, him training for next season uh, so that next season we can have a uh, calm morning around this house because <laughs> it's pretty crazy when those bombs are going off. So I'm really excited to try out the calms. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, for, our, for our last segment of Pet Lover Geek, folks, we are going to talk about how anxiety in pets can actually lead to really, really dangerous behavior, biting. And so our next guest, you want to stay tuned so you can listen to her. She's going to talk about the key things that you need to do to identify the stressful situation, to alleviate the stress, and also to prevent it so that biting isn't happening with your family dog. It's really important stuff. You don't want to miss it. That's what's coming up next on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Aliens with Gas, we are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Pet Lover Geek. Today we've been talking about pet anxiety and all the really great innovations that are out there right now that can help you and your pet relieve that anxiety. Now next up we're going to switch gears just a wee bit and talk about one of the biggest consequences of having an anxious, scared dog, and that's bites, dog biting. According to the Center for Disease Control, approximately four Point five million dog bites occur every year in the United States, and that's just what's reported. So clearly, this is a really big issue, and that one that we as pet parents need to take really seriously. The truth is, a lot of dog bites could be prevented, and it comes down to training for that dog, particularly if you know you have an anxious, scared dog, and also awareness of what causes dog bites. So to help us dig into this subject, I've invited Justine Shermans. She's the founder of a dog training company called The Family Dog. And the company focuses on training for the whole family, not just the dog, which is really important. She's going to talk to us about that. And she also started a really amazing, important campaign called Stop the 77. And she's going to tell us why that's really important for dog bite prevention. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek, Justine. Thank you so much, Lorian. It's great to be here. Okay, so let's let's start with a little bit of background. Tell us what led you to start your company, The Family Dog. Well, my business partner and I have been dog trainers for a while at a very um, reputable school here in the Northeast, and um, we had children. In fact, our kids were the same age, and having a dog 
with young children in the house turned out to be something very different than having a dog without children in the house. Mm -hmm. So it soon became very obvious that um, to us that parents really needed a whole different type of training than what you might typically get in a dog training school. Dog training schools are awesome for dogs, um, but they don't really address the needs that families with young children might, um, <clears throat> might come across. And so we started a local training business and we were going into people's houses and helping them set up for, um, for success really and making sure that um, the dog was being trained correctly and the families were getting all of the support that they needed. Mm -hmm. And soon we became super busy. Of course, as you can imagine, word gets around school very quickly and we're the only outfit in the area that is doing this. And so we started an online training program um, to help families do exactly that, to kind of basically learn all of the additional stuff that they need to know, um, as well as training the dog in a training school as well. It's kind of like um, complementary medicine. Right. And so Stop the 77 came out of what you guys were doing with the family dog. So tell us about that campaign. Oh, yeah. So in our work with kids, we ended up working exclusively with families, just not seeing any other clients unless they had young children. And um, and we noticed um, just in that work how inappropriately sometimes kids were acting around dogs and how parents were often there watching it. And there was clearly a massive miscommunication on both sides um, that not only were the kids not getting the information that they needed, um, but the parents weren't getting the information that they needed to keep their kids and their dogs safe. Um, And the statistic, the name Stop the 77 comes from the statistic that 77% of dog bites come from, shock horror, either a family or a friend's dog, which you would just never imagine. And that just, that number made us realize that actually, clearly we're doing something wrong here. You know, these aren't crazy, rabid dogs that are just running around the streets, um, mean, vicious, and ready to bite somebody, but maybe that, you know, we have some involvement in this process too. So we started um, a campaign um, which really set out to educate um, families from a place where I think there's a lot of, um, if you look on the internet, you'll see a lot of these pictures of kids maybe acting inappropriately, inappropriately around dogs, um, videos, photographs, and a lot of um, dog professionals might jump on the bandwagon and kind of um, really give the parents a hard time for their saying that they don't really know what they're doing. And we just, that's not our opinion. We're parents as well as, as dog owners. And I think really that you need to come from a sympathetic point of view. The parents love their dog. They love their kids. The kids love the dog. Like everybody loves each other. It's just that the communication is wrong. So um, the website's really just set out to change all of that and make everybody understand each other a little bit better. Yeah, and it's crucial because I mean, 77% of that 4.5 million, that's over 3 million of those bites are happening with dogs that are familiar to the person that's being bitten. So clearly this is like super duper key. So take us through, because I think there's three steps to the SOPS of 77, correct? That's right. So the first step really is just trying to lay out the boundaries really for um, for kids and teach them what we as as dog trainers know that dogs like. There's videos that basically they're mostly music videos that are super fun because we realize very soon in this game that kids won't do anything unless it's fun. So the more fun you make it, the more likely you are to have success and get them to repeat the kind of behaviors that you'd like them to uh, to be performing. So um, there's five videos right now on, uh, no, four videos, sorry, on the website. Um, one about how to properly pet a dog that either that you know or even that you don't know that you might meet on the street. And then a preschool and a, like an elementary school age um, music video that really teaches the ground rules, you know, not to approach a dog when he's eating, not to hug a dog, um, not to um, be bossy around a dog. And then the last one is how to kiss a dog because a lot of the interactions that, um, that cause bites usually come from hugging and kissing. Again, this is another miscommunication. The kid wants to show their affection and um, we love to hug and kiss. That's just what we do. Parents do it to their children. Children do it back to their parents, but dogs don't appreciate this. Um, And sometimes it can seem like a threat and putting your face right in a dog's face can be really scary. Um, And so these are the, these are the ground rules basically on how kids should behave, teaching the children and teaching the parents. And the great thing about the video is, is that the parents now don't have to nag the kids. They can just be like, Hey, time to go back and watch the video again. We got it wrong. Right. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Definitely easier than nagging. We spend enough time doing that. Exactly. Um, The second part of the equation 
is the thing that I think is probably missing the most is not understanding your dog. And um, we spend a lot of time teaching dogs what we want them to do and very time, very little time actually listening to what they're trying to tell us. And dogs are talking all the time mm-hmm. and they speak with their bodies. And, um, and if we miss out on their body language, we're missing out on vital clues as to how they're feeling and what might make them actually growl or bite um, in any instance. So a lot of the time you'll hear families say, oh my gosh, he bit out of the blue. It's very rare that that actually happens. Um, There's so many signals that can be given out and sometimes they're given out quite slowly and on other occasions they're given out really quickly before a bite or a growl happens. So there's a video on here for um, everybody to watch that kind of goes through all the different body language um, signals in the face, in the eyes, the ears, the mouth, the overall body posture. Um, As a shortcut, if anyone's interested in knowing, wiggly dogs are good and relaxed. Any dog that is stiff or tight is usually not comfortable about something. Mm. And so really the goal is to try to have um, families and even children, it's amazing kids can do this, but have them identify these signals and then help them out. If they're struggling with something, if you can see that they don't like being pet over the top of their head, then ask the person not to pet them over the top of their head. If you can see that they don't like the toy car that's being driven into the room with the remote control, then ask the kid to take that toy car to a different to a different place. If they don't like the hug and you see them stiffen, stiffening up, then you know that really you need to have a serious conversation with your kids about how they're interacting with the dog Mm -hmm. so I think that's really the body language one is for me the most important thing it can really give you a head start in in seeing this stuff way before it happens Mm -hmm. definitely so now okay so tell people where they can go to get to get this all information Mm -hmm. from you guys so you have to go to stopthe77.com it's very simple it's all there and the um you can watch all the videos. There's a little quiz you can take. If you're wondering, hey, am I one of those parents? Am I getting it wrong? Don't feel bad about it. It's all in education, but you can take a little quiz and see how safe your family is. Um, we've got a fantastic poster that you can print out and stick on your fridge or stick in every room in your house. In fact, probably the bathroom's a good place because everybody spends a bit of time in there. So um, <laughs> <laughs> to check out what is safe for a kid to do and what's not safe for the kid to do because we're big believers as well and it's, there's no point in keep saying no to everything. Kids are really excited to be around dogs. So show them what they can do yeah. rather than telling them what they can't do all the time. So. Great and if stuff. You're a dog trainer, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. If you're a dog trainer or a dog professional and you want to take this program into schools, we also have two school programs for preschool and elementary school aged um, kids, which is amazing. So um, the more we can, the more we can educate kids, the better. I think. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Justine. I'm really glad that you came with on today. No problem. Thanks for having me. And I want to thank all my guests for joining us today for those fabulous, exciting innovations to help alleviate pet anxiety. Good stuff. Make sure to check out the Rewind blog on PetLoverGeek.com to get links to those products and websites. And I want to make sure, too, that you join us next Saturday on Pet Lover Geek. We've got a topic that's really important, pet cancer. It's one that affects so many of us, both dogs and cats. So make sure to tune in next Saturday on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lorian Clemens, for another edition next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs>